0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your stock geek. Today is Thursday, June 1st, 2023. U.S. stocks are pushing higher today, with the S&P, the Nasdaq, and the Russell all up about one percent, with optimism over the compromise reached between Republicans and Democrats on the debt ceiling. The House of Representatives passed a bill to lift the debt ceiling into 2025. That bill would also keep government spending capped at current levels for this year and allow for a 1% increase next year. The bill will go to the Senate for a final vote either on Friday or over the weekend. The bill is seen as a positive for markets because it really doesn't cut back government spending, which is still running at about a 5.5% deficit to GDP level in the U.S. The bill does allow for student loan repayments to begin in August, which could have some economic impact. It does claw back some unspent COVID funds and cut back some funding for the IRS. It does create requirements for some food stamp recipients as well but overall this bill is seen as a positive by markets stocks have been rising so far here in the shortened trading week and bonds have been rising with yields pulling back as well With the debt ceiling issue out of the way, markets focus will return back to Fed policy, interest rates, inflation, and the macro economy. There's some concern out there that once the Treasury is able to start issuing debt again, that it could soak up liquidity in the system and create pressure on asset prices like stocks. I'm not so convinced of that. I think with the demand for money markets out there... And the reverse repo facility is so large, I think we'll see the liquidity come into treasuries from that area of the market. But TBD, of course, there could be some pressure from the new issuance of treasuries that's coming over the summer to refill the treasury's general account. Now, with regard to the Fed and interest rates, it's been an interesting ride over the past few weeks. Bond yields had been rising quite a bit, and I was surprised that stocks were not really reacting negatively, but bond yields have come in about 20 basis points on the front end of the curve over the past few sessions as the debt ceiling issue has been closer to getting resolved. But the Fed speakers have been out there as well over the past two weeks or so giving very hawkish speeches indicating that they are still favoring potential interest rate increases this summer. Now, I think that's going to be a mistake because I think CPI is going to be well below where the Fed funds rate already is today. But nonetheless, that could create a risk for stock markets and asset markets generally if the Fed remains too restrictive. So that's something we're going to need to keep an eye on here with regard to markets. The Fed will have one more unemployment report, which comes out tomorrow, and then also one CPI report, which comes out on June 13th, the first day of their meeting schedule, before they have to make their interest rate decision on June 14th. So it's likely that whatever comes out of the unemployment report tomorrow as well as what comes out of the CPI report on the 13th of June will heavily influence what the Fed does at their June meeting. The Fed will also, of course, meet near the end of July on 25th and 26th of July, so they'll have a good amount of data points before that meeting as well. I would characterize recent economic data as pretty mixed and confusing as far as what the economy overall is doing. We continue to see weakness in areas like manufacturing and retail spending, yet pretty resilient data in the unemployment and jobs data. ADP private employment data came out today and suggested that almost 280,000 jobs were created in the month of May. The JOLTS job openings data earlier this week also unexpectedly ticked back up from the prior two months. And that showed job increases in the retail, healthcare, and transportation sectors. The weekly unemployment claims number this week came in flattish at around 232,000. So we just haven't seen a major deterioration in the employment picture, at least not yet. The official unemployment rate for the month of May does come out tomorrow from the BLS. We'll keep an eye on that. We have seen weakness in some of the manufacturing and good sides of the economy, which remain very weak. The ISM manufacturing report came out today at 46.9, which was slightly below expectations, indicating continued contraction in manufacturing in the US. Commodity prices, especially energy prices, have been pretty weak in the past few sessions as well, although they are bouncing somewhat today. There's a major OPEC Plus meeting this Sunday, which could dictate further production cuts, which may help support the price of oil. But overall, it's down 4% over the past five sessions, even with today's bounce. We do continue to see pretty good news on the inflation front, at least. In Europe, we had inflation numbers this week being reported lower than expectations. Inflation numbers are coming down in countries like Germany and other areas of the EU, as they have in the U.S., Forward-looking indicators such as inflation swaps or the bond yield curves do still suggest that inflation will continue to come down, and that's another reason why I just believe that the Fed is going to remain too aggressive here. We have 30-year mortgage rates ticking up to 7.1% this week. They're up 30 basis points in the past month, and so this is really going to start to put pressure on the economy. We do have lagged effects of rate increases, and so if the Fed keeps hiking, I think they're really going to push this economy into recession, but we'll see what happens, of course, here in the next couple of weeks. Turning back to the stock side, we continue to see the AI theme pushing a lot of stocks higher. NVIDIA briefly hit a $1 trillion market cap this week. Semiconductors generally have been one of the best-performing sectors in recent weeks. Even stocks like Palantir, Tesla, Stitch Fix have been moving up on the AI theme lately and Google made a big investment into a private AI company called Runway, which is doing text-to-generative video. It'll be interesting to see what IPOs come out of this AI bubble, and I'm sure Wall Street will provide more supply into the market for the demand that's out there for AI-themed stocks. Outside of those hot areas of AI and semiconductors, it's been much more of a mixed bag lately in terms of stock performance. We've seen weakness in areas like energy, metals and mining, retail. In fact, retailers like Advanced Auto Parts, Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Ulta, Five Below, American Eagle, Kohl's, and Macy's have all fallen after their earnings reports. And we have seen some bright spots in areas like software with Cloudflare, Viva moving higher in recent days. SoFi and the fintech side of the world has been moving up a lot recently, given optimism over student loan repayments. Financials generally have been pretty weak since the crisis in the spring, although they have slowly ticked higher in recent sessions. So we're going to keep an eye on financials because they could continue to remain an area of opportunity, but also an area of volatility. Now, in terms of other bright spots in the market, one area that I noticed this week is nuclear and uranium-focused stocks. Uranium miners are up like 5 to 10% just today on optimism over the spot. Uranium prices slowly ticking higher. There's also a new physical uranium trust called Zuri launching in Switzerland this month that will be in the market buying more uranium. So some optimism that uranium prices could continue to move up broadly, I would like to see better participation among other sectors and individual stocks here in this current market rally. We'll have a major headwind removed here in the near term with this debt ceiling issue resolved. And then we'll of course have some concerns over what happens with all the treasury issuance, but really the biggest risk, the biggest headwind to stocks in my mind will continue to be the Fed. And the Fed really remaining too hawkish or too obstinate in the face of improving data is going to be the biggest concern for me this summer, something that I'm going to continue to monitor. I don't think the Fed should be looking at lagging data. I don't think the Fed should be trying to engineer a rise in unemployment levels if inflation numbers are already coming down. So I think the Fed is a real key risk to stocks here in the summer and into early fall. We'll see how they do. We'll see how things evolve, but that's something I'm going to be very hyper-focused on. Before we wrap up today's episode, one fun thing to keep on your radar for next week. Next Monday, Apple will start their big WWDC conference event with a big keynote where they're potentially expected to unveil their new AR headset that they've been working on for a few years. So that could be a fun one to see what the specs are, what the capabilities look like. Of course, Meta is trying to beat Apple to the punch with the launch of their Quest 3 device, their VR headset, this week funny to see that play out, but I'm very interested to see what Apple produces if they do in fact unveil that new AR headset next week. All right, everyone. Well, that wraps us for today. I hope you have a great into your week. I hope you have a great weekend and I will see you all next week. Cheers.